Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, September the 22nd, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Tet, Tav, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of might, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, engaging, finishing, beginning. Now, yesterday when Michelle had written this, she sat down to, to put the uh, declaration together and she actually begins these declarations every single Hebrew morning or Jewish morning uh, because they're usually after 6 p.m. in the evening and of course, on a, in, a, in a Hebraic lifestyle, the morning begins on the, at 6 p.m. of the evening before. And so she sat down and Yahweh instantly gave her these three words. And she began to, to tell me what she was hearing was that we were engaging the completion, engaging the finishing to begin something new. So I believed it was a prophetic word and specifically with some of the things that were going on, not only in the world today, but also on a more personal level with us and here in Mobile, Alabama. And it, it really began to, to speak to me because looking at each one of these letters, each one of these letters we've talked about a good bit over the last little bit. Let's look at them from another place. Let's look at them from another direction here this morning. Because Tet truly is an engaging letter. Because Tet not only talks about the basket, the fact that it's it's a place that you can you can put something in, but it's also seen as a king and a snake, which is kind of a weird way of uh, looking at it. But you've got kind of this what appears to be a battle that's going on in, on the inside. Uh, now, number one, Yahweh has fought the battles for us. Those battles are completed and done. It is not something that we continue to do. However, Tet kind of alludes to this place of the fact that what are we putting in the basket? And you guys have heard me say that before. Or better yet, you guys have also heard me uh, give you these two questions that to me have, have changed everything. What do I see and how do I see it? Because those two questions really kind of determine what is on the inside of me and the way that I see. Number one, what is it that I see? And number two, how do I see what it is that I'm looking at? And so when we talk about engaging, we're talking about the engaging of that place of what we see and how we see it. And I've told you guys the story before, but I want to allude to it yet again in the fact that one day I was in the secret place and Yahweh asked me to step inside of him. And as he did, he I, be, I began to stand on the foundation of his heart. And I could look, I looked down at my feet and my feet were not just in the very center of his heart, standing on, if you will, that septum between the upper and lower part of his heart. They were actually in the septum. They were in the heart. So I couldn't see my feet because they were implanted or rooted inside of his very heart. And as a result of that, I was feeling his heartbeat and I was feeling the blood that was flowing around me. And I was feeling the, the electricity as his heart was beginning to beat. As my feet went up and through to my, my head, my head was directly behind his eyes. And so I was, it was almost as if I was a, uh, a humanoid, if you will, or a human person standing behind a robot and a robot's eyes. If you guys have ever watched any uh, any science fiction movies where 
you know, they're, they're people inside running the robot kind of thing. And it sounds like kind of a silly way of looking at it, but that's just the way that I saw it. And as I did, and I looked through the lens of his eyes, one of the first things that hit me was his love for everyone, his love for his people. And that was enough to just mess me up for days with regards to that. It also began to speak to me about another portion of that because I began to realize that, that wait a minute, are there yet another set of eyes that we look through together because I began to think of where all of this was going on. Well, if you guys remember the story, I told you that that when I first went into the secret place, Yahweh said that, uh, or I asked Yahweh, I said, I never want to leave here. And he looked at me and he said, well, you don't have to because this place is inside of you. And I knew from that moment on that I never had to leave the secret place. But I, as he was taking me in through and showing me and how, let, allowing me to look through his eyes, something that I thought I had already been doing. And that convicted me because I was like, uh, you know, when he asked me to step inside of him, I was like, well, Yahweh, haven't I been looking through your eyes? And I believe I had. I really do. I believe all of us have. I've looked through his eyes and seen through his eyes. But this was something more. This was something deeper. He was taking me to another level in this place. And the truth is, is that that level is available for all of us. And, and not just me, this was just the process that he took me through. And it was the perspective that he needed to take me through it. So Yahweh may have very well taken you through something very similar, and you're seeing very similarly to the way that I am in this case. What began to, to mess me up was as I began to meditate on what was going on, I knew that Yahweh was, had me step inside of him and look through his eyes from the place of the secret place inside of my heart. But I began to realize that that's exactly where it was, was inside of my heart. And I heard this question, I know it was Holy Ghost, I heard this question inside of me that said, well, is there a yet another set of eyes that we look through? And I began to think about it. I was like, wait a minute, yeah, there is. There's the eyes of my own flesh that him and I together are looking through. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but if you catch the logic of the flow of this, it makes sense. Well, one day I was in the scripture and I began to dig into a place and a word came up that I wanted to look at. And I sometimes will, Yahweh will sometimes direct me to look into a Hebrew word by, by looking it up. A lot of times he doesn't. He'll reveal it to myself first and then I go, as he gives me permission to, later on to dig it up. Well, and this one day, as I was, uh, as I was beginning to look uh, for something completely unrelated, I came to this uh, scripture in the Talmud that is uh, Sukkah 52, 52a and b. And this is a place where Yahweh himself is talking to the people of Israel. And he's talking specifically to those uh, who are the remnant and to those who are going to be the remnant. And he was specifically talking about the time of Messiah. Well, number one, we are in that time of Messiah. We know that Yeshua has died on the cross and, and that we are in that, that age of the Messiah, the place where, where Yahweh, and Yeshua, Yahweh has sent his son and died for our sins to cover us and bring us to this place where we are right now. And he talks to them and he says this, he says, 
if it is wonderful in the eyes of the remnant of those people, now the remnant of those people he's talking about are us, those in the time of the Messiah. If it is wonderful in the eyes of the remnant of those people, it will also be wonderful in my eyes. And suddenly it hit me that what Yahweh was saying, and I, I had a connection even with scripture that even talked about this, that suddenly, yes, there was yet another place of responsibility in the way that I saw things, the way that I chose to see things. And you see, Tet talks about just that. Tet talks about the place of the choice. What do I put in the basket? What do I choose to meditate on? What do I choose to, to, to deal with? What do I choose to feel? How do I choose to see it? Do I judge and reject? Or do I accept and love even if someone doesn't accept me? Now, that doesn't mean I have to rush after them and tell them they have to accept me. No, it just means that I can still love them and honor their choice to walk away if that's what they choose to do. And still love them in the midst of all of that. You see, that place of the decision, that place of the choice brings us to a place where we begin to see the finishing and the understanding, the completion of Yahweh's word. The fact that we know that he loves us so much that even when we mess up that or we want to walk away and go to the other direction, that he still loves us. How much more so we should we be showing that within the earth? How much more so should we as a choice say, hey, I'm going to love no matter what. Because in that place of the love, suddenly the finishing and engaging that finishing brings about a new beginning. And that new beginning being that of the one man, the place where all of us are, are connected and we begin to see. And you know, now it's not so much we begin to see, we are seeing the fullness of what Yahweh is calling in us and through us. We are in that place of beginning.